Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another rider and another episode. Today we are honoured to have this job, yeah? Nick. Nick, sorry, Nick in the house. <laughs> and his lovely wife or his girlfriend in the back who's always smiling. She's got a smile for a complicated advert. And Nick works in the gaming industry. So if you're interested in gaming, listen to what Nick has to say. Nice to have you here today, Nick. Same, thank you. Thank okay. you, thanks a lot. So Nick, explain it. What is it you do exactly? Okay, like normally I was working for an eSport team which played a professional League of Legends and my job was to create like montages, editing stuff and like try to improve our advertisement over like Twitch, YouTube and stuff like this. Okay, so how did you get into that industry? I was uh, playing one of the most like famous shooters uh, in, in Germany or overall, it's called uh, Counter-Strike. Okay. And uh, I was playing for uh, like in a small friend group and after this I was like more connected to the scene like we were watching a lot of live streams and stuff and so I got introduced to like an esport clan, an esport team. Were you playing online originally? Yes. Okay. Online. Okay. It worked all online and after after I got more connected to this stuff, I got invited from a friend. He was uh, living in the, in the on the other side of the of Germany. And he introduced me to like video editing and like photography. And so it got like all combined. And after, after I got more used to like creating videos and stuff like this, I was getting like an offer, an offer to work for free in my free time, but like to get invited to all the offline events. Because in eSport, it's like same like in a, in a football league. If you're playing in like the first division, after one season you get like qualified for the, the championship mm -hmm. and if you want to play in this championship this is not going to be online it's going to be offline so it's going to be more like a, a studio filled with people who are all watching people playing this game okay so you go to a big venue yes and you're playing you got people watching cheering that kind of thing but it's also streamed live yes exactly okay Sounds like some big, and where, this is all in Germany? Not only in Germany, it's pretty common in Europe. Also, you got like different leagues. You got uh, leagues in North America, you got leagues in, uh, let me think about it. Like they also had like a server on Oceania. Oceania. Okay. Yeah. And how long have you been in the gaming world? 2013, 12, 2012, something like this. Okay, yeah. so that's 2000. Yes. Yeah, eight, eight, ten nine, years, nine, nine, ten, ten, ten years, years, something around it. Yeah, okay. exactly. And when you going back, when you were in school, did you always see yourself as being a gamer? No, no, no. What did you want to be? I wanted to go to the military as like a pilot. Okay. But after I got like my glasses and everything, I realized my my eyes were not working that good. I was more into finding like a like a general normal job. And I was always uh, interested in photography and videos. So this was like, yeah, something graphic design or I, I wasn't sure, something like a, like a normal graphic, graphic job. Okay. Yeah. When you were in school, what kind of child were you? A quiet child? My parents would say not. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it was like a mix. I have some, yeah, quiet faces where I need like my creativity. And some other phrases for, for example, in sport, I, I was more like active, of course. What, did you, what do your parents do for a living? My dad is working in the car industry. Okay. 
Um, and my mom uh, is working in the kindergarten. Okay. So tell us, what have you learned from the whole gaming industry that you wish you knew when you were starting? I've learned a lot of things, good and bad things. I think it's a good thing to like get more, more and more evolved in the media scene. Like you've seen a lot of stuff which which you can do in the future. Like your company is improving, the adverti advertisement is improving, and uh, people are enjoying their their hobby, and they also can live from this hobby. I think this is a, like a good thing. Bad thing is because it's a new project, like it's a really really new thing. I think it's not like not like a general payment thing. You know, you have a lot of organizations who are abusing like the the, the young people who are trying to reach the top on on a game on a video game, for example. So. Uh, I think this is like a like a bad side of esports. So the payment thing is like really really a harsh scene. Mm. How you spoke about them young people being abused? How how is that? How? With I think I'm not sure if abuse is like the the wrong uh, the right the right uh, word for this. But like if you if you are in a young age like this and you need to sign a contract, for example, and you don't have, for example, both parent parts who are like introducing you to to contracts or or helping you in in stuff like this, you're pretty how you call it in Germany you say green behind your ears. You know, so you're really really new to a thing, mm -hmm. and if you're getting, for example, 18. 18 years old, you are allowed to to write contracts for your own, like mm -hmm. sign contracts for your own. And I think a lot of orcs are they trying to sell you a good contract, but it's actually not a good contract. So you you're working, for example, the 14 14 hours a week, but you're getting sold only like 200 euros or sometimes even nothing. They they telling you okay, you can keep the prize money from the win, but it's not how it works. You, you you work for them and you need to get a, like a good payment, a salary. a salary, for example. And how old are these kids? How old are the people who are being treated? Because, and the reason why I ask, because obviously a European law talks about minors working. And if minors game, the gaming industry is probably run by children. Like, you know, children play the games. So they can't be seen to pay a 13-year-old a salary. No. Like, I can only talk about the League of Legends scenes. Like, the most people who are starting getting scouted, for example, for bigger orcs, are always starting at, like, 15, 16 to get in the academy team. And later on, the, the official contracts are only available when you're 18. So you're also only allowed to play on stage when you're 18. Mm -hmm. There are some small gray zones where you can, for example, play one game on stage with like a different timing or stuff like this. So you're, or when your parents are signing some, some extra agreement or something like this. But normally you're, you should be 18. Yeah. Okay. Like the, the average pro players are between 18 and 21. Okay, so it's a short life. It is. Esport is a really, really short, short all right, time. All right, two questions out of that. How can those young people avoid being exploited and why is it a short life? Okay, I will start with the second question, the short life. I think because it's like a really popular and growing thing, organizations are trying to change 
uh, as much as possible. If something is not working out, for example, one player is not fitting in the team, they just snap with the finger and they uh, change him, for example. So they change like the, the roster, the team roster. So I think they have like a, a lot of pressure. And because of this pressure, even for the organization, they're trying to change and change. And this is sometimes not the right, the right way to go. So this is my, my answer for your second question. The first question is, there are a lot of friends of mine who are started an eSport Player Foundation, for example. This is like an organization who, is, who, is like an agent, who, who works like an agency. So young players can contact them and they are trying to connect them to like an to like an organization and they're also taking care of the contracts and stuff like this and before there was no nothing like this there was no no point to reach for for help or something like this what if you could change anything through your experiences what would that be and why for the esports scene yeah anything regarding your industry i think i would split the salaries like on general because the pro players and like the really pro scene it's starting to get like uh, like in football like players are getting huge amount of salary <coughs> no don't worry players are getting a huge amount of salary and the stuff who's working behind is getting really really paid less for example a manager who is who is trying to organize everything for them like for example me who who was cutting the videos the the whole marketing team and i think i would uh, i would push everything a bit higher and try to make like yeah everything more more value valuable for for all the people who are working for not only a small part not only the players i would take care of the players and of the whole organization that would be the dream you've been in the industry for 9 years how how has it changed over those over that time? In the pro scene, it was only six to seven years, three years as player and three years in the working in the, in the marketing, and it's like the the population for like uh, the, the the streams, the normal publicity for the game, for example, is getting like way more audience than before. Like for example, the World Championship, like 700,000 people watching the stream. For example, I I remember when we started like the first championship. I sh I can only lie about the about the numbers right now. I think it was like 100, 200k, something like like this. And now it's like even seven or 800,000 people, people who are watching the the stream. I think this this changed a lot and also the the play style of the whole game the game is always evolving and also the people are getting more experienced in, in the things they do so even in the work even in the planning in the organization on on events and stuff i think this this evolved a lot what do you think the future of gaming is in general or in the in the really esports scene like in the, in the competitive scene oh. Okay, like for the for the competitive scene, I think it's getting more organized. I hope it's not getting like a football system, for example, like in a football league. I I hope it's it still keeps the the gaming esport nuance. Uh, you know what I mean? I hope this this keeps or stays like this. For the normal gaming, I have no idea. I think they are always going to the. VR thing and trying to push the VR and 
metaverse stuff, I guess, something like this, but no idea, really no idea how the gaming industry will change. Do you like the idea of the gaming industry getting over to the metaverse? My opinion, no, because uh, it's a, it was a hard step to publish this kind of hobby and work in the, in the normal generation or or even the older generation and i think it's no in my in my opinion it it should not stay or it should not go into into the metaverse no no isn't that part of innovation though? it is it is but like it's a wider audience and, and and it could be said that it will split into two you'll get the dieharders who'll be like yourself and you'll get the new and involved i know it's it's just my opinion for me i, I really like the forward about staying at home with my friends watching the live stream or even staying on the or being on the event watching the event and not watching it like in in vr or no no it's it's just my opinion Do you, have you heard about obviously this kind of comes in with gaming i interviewed a lady and she wears there's a vr suit that yes when you touch another person's avatar you can feel what they feel and her, just not to be a bit naughty, but her reason why she was a gamer, but she was an adult gamer. So basically she was meeting people and having sex online via the avatar and feeling the sensations through the suit. And the girl <laughs> There's always a market for, for weird stuff like this. <laughs> I don't like default, but it's you can't you can't you can't change it because like the every every time when something is uh, getting more popular and evolving, people finding some way to work there even like or do crazy things like this. Yeah. I think you can't change it. There's always going to be the small a small group who is yeah. trying to find something like this. Okay, that's, that's good. How, how, what do you think of London? Right now, I pretty enjoy the weather, <laughs> and it's pretty cool right now. Like f for now on, it's uh, my first time and looks pretty good. Okay. Till now. <laughs> <laughs> the, you spoke about gaming. That game shooter. Is it shooter. Counter Counter Strike. Yes. Yeah, Counter Strike. Yeah. The, do you do you prefer war games? Do you prefer like gangster games? Do you prefer football? For me, I'm only playing two games, or like two type of games. It's like the the classical ego shooter game, like Call of Duty, for example, or Counter Strike, Valorant. These are like the three three main games, and the the other genre is uh, MMO RPGs. It's called League of Legends, where I was working in, and these are the only type of games I play. Like there is no like role role game like World of Warcraft or stuff like this. How long is it taking you to become a master of playing games? <laughs> I would not say I'm a master. I'm, I'm playing like on a, on a really high rank in, in, in these games, but I'm not on the highest. Like there's always a ranking system. Yeah. And uh, for example, I'm playing the third highest rank in League of Legends. The and third highest? Yeah, there are like more, more, more groups right now. Like there are Master, Grandmaster, Challenger. These are like the three top teams where they are scouting. Challengers the top, yeah, for example. And I was playing one below, it's called Diamond. Diamond. Like if you reach Diamond, you, you can climb from Diamond 4, Diamond 3, Diamond 2, Diamond 1, and then to Master, for example. 
then you go master one, master two, master no, three. No, you only go master, grandmaster, challenger. So these these three highest ranks only got the the one stage, for example. And then you get to challenger at the top. Yes, the top. I, I I'm I'm not sure right now. The top 500 from grandmaster are getting into challenger. I think they even lower the 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 pool right now. I'm not I'm not quite sure. I'm not that active anymore. <laughs> some work to put in but you're good yes I would say I'm I'm above average yes okay, that's but it also took like I was playing this game since release like since the beta I was playing since I let me think 2010 or 2011 something like this I started to play the game and I think the first achievement I got was like after six years really? yeah yeah so you, season so six or season seven yeah it's a real dedication then yeah and commitment yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's, it was only the, the only game I was playing. There was no other thing like mm -hmm. World of Warcraft or the, the classical things. How long have you been with your lovely lady? Uh, it's one and a half year. In February it's getting two years. Is she a gamer as well? No, she she got no connection to the scene. <laughs> okay, so, so you have to balance your time wisely. Exactly. That's why I said I'm not that active anymore. Like, that's also a good thing in the pro scene. You, you if you're watching these people, for example, these young young people, they're playing hours of hours every day, and it's it's all about to keep up the grind to stay on the top. Yeah, that's also the, a bad side of the scene, for example, or of the of the gaming thing. You you're wasting a lot of time. Would, if you have children, would you encourage them getting into the gaming scene? Definitely, yes. <laughs> I, I think would so, you yes. encourage them to do it professionally? No, 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 no. I think uh, you always need to check, like, to have a good balance between, like, a gaming thing and a real-life thing, for example. Like, playing football, handball, doing some sports stuff, or whatever they want. And for the other side, if you want to relax and play some games, you, you will have the point where you see if the... If the child, if the child is getting good into like the game, for example, or if he's playing casual, like if he just want to have fun, for example, like single player games or whatever, yeah, I would take like a check on this. Tell us about your actual job because you said you market it on YouTube, yeah. Yes. So how do you decide what pieces to market and how? It depends because uh, now I'm I'm in the marketing, but I'm doing video and photo stuff, and there is like a different company. So so I'm the one who is producing the videos and the photography stuff, but I'm not the one who is like putting them into the into the advertising. So these are like different companies who is doing only advertising. So for example, I was uh, trying to. Uh, reach someone, for example, who is putting my videos in front of something, for example. Yeah. yeah. That's how it works. Pretty simple. Okay. But you like what you do? Yes. I really like it. What would you say to a young person who's trying to get into the industry by following your roots, the journey you took? Grinding. Keep doing what, what you enjoy and, yeah, try to improve. Try to improve for yourself and keep going. Is a degree necessary for your job? I would say definitely yes, because uh, to I it depends. It's a really hard question because uh, if you have someone who is like really really dedicated in drawing, in doing graphics and stuff, 
it's really hard to say but in general you should do your school you should do your grade you, fin you should finish your school and afterwards you can see what you what you can do and what you can do with your uh, okay. good things for example it's been an interesting interview thanks very a lot good. my last question to you is if the world was standing in front of you 7.5 billion people no pressure, and they were all looking for some words of advice based on your life experience so far. What would your words or words of wisdom be? I would just keep with my with my last answer to your last question. Keep what you're loving. Keep doing what you enjoy. Try to make the best out of your life, and never give up. Thank you. Well, thanks a lot for that, and we wish you well. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, you too. We hope that episode enhanced your life. We post an interview every day as well as vlogging on our social media channel. Don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episode.